I don't like to say addiction. I don't like to say habits. Just not being dependent to it. Do what you do. Just don't let this stuff control you. You're not going to say, you know what? I'm done with cannabis. I'm done because it does help you in some point, right? Hey, buds. Welcome back to another episode of Weed Buds Radio. Of course, I'm still your host, Rye Russell. And today I want to talk a little differently about cannabis, not negatively, not positively, just differently, because I would consider myself an advocate. I would consider most of you tuning into this show an advocate. And I think uh, we sometimes get lost in our advocacy. I think we like to downplay some of the negative components that can come with cannabis. And we love to cheer and celebrate all of the amazing things that cannabis does for people's lives. But there's a spectrum, just like there is with everything. And there's this wide gap in the middle. And I think it's unfair for us ad advocates to look past some of the negative things that can happen with cannabis in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I think it's obviously ignorant for those that just see the negatives to not educate themselves and inform themselves on some of the positives. What? So in my journeys of looking for people that might be able to speak on both sides of this, I was super blessed to get connected with Taurus Batiste on LinkedIn. And he is the author of Don't Let It Smoke You. And I want him today to share his journey and what he his personal opinions are about cannabis, how it, you know, how it, it can be an effective use for athletes and for individuals all over the world, but how it can also kind of take control negatively. And so joining us today, Taurus, thank you so much. Sure, for sure. No, thank you for having me on. I'm happy to be here and happy to chat it up with you. I, I love your passion. I love your passion around cannabis and your understanding around the pros and the cons. So happy to be here and happy to get in and talk to you. Well, we connected very quick. I remember you sent me a message and I said, I want to talk to you if you're not going to give me 20 minutes of cannabis is the best thing in the world. Like I want to have a real conversation Absolutely. and it's real. And so I would love for you to share with the audience a little bit about your journey. How did you and I connect? Kind of where did you come from? And then let's talk about the book. Yeah. So how me and you connected was via LinkedIn, just doing my outreach about the book. The book came out a year ago. I was been doing tons of outreach, right? Trying to market, trying to get it to as many hands that makes sense. That's aligned with it. Um, so that's how we connected kind of before then. A little bit of uh, a little bit of background. I'm from Georgia, from a small town in Georgia called Cartersville. Um, I live in Seattle now. That's my new home. It's been my home for like three years. Learning about the cannabis industry, where it's going, all different topical CBD, CBDA, CBDG. I'm actually I love that shit, man. I'm gonna be honest. But uh, learn about that right now. But also, what got us on the call is uh, I wanted to do both. I wanted to be able to use and not let it control me. And, uh, you know, you sound like you kind of had the same thing and had the same similarities going on, not personally, but, you know, as you kind of grew up with it. And that's what got us on the call, man. I'm happy to talk to it for sure. So when did cannabis start, first start playing a role in your life? Yeah. So like everyone, I don't want to say everyone, but I started off smoking. Right. Bef back then, we didn't have the cool CBD bombs and all that stuff like that. Right. 
I started off smoking and I started off around eighth grade, right? But it didn't continuously happen until I would say junior year in high school is when I really started to learn how to roll up by myself, didn't need my friends and started to kind of get into that act over and over again. Interesting. Yeah. And was it something that you were using? Because obviously you were an athlete. So was it something that you were using for pain management or were you using it because it was cool? You know, neither at that time, to be completely okay. honest. I was using it because I enjoyed it and the shit was fun. It got us around hot chicks in high school. It got us around each other. And we kind of all stood around and kind of stayed to this little bubble. So I enjoyed that. Uh didn't notice it was going to be a cool thing, although it kind of was kind of edgy and kind of arcane, a little mysterious when we was younger. But yeah, for sure. How about college? Did were you? I mean, obviously, as an athlete, you've got to yep. be drug tested, right? So how right. Do, how do you how do you use and consume in college? So, so that's when I caught on to the pain management part, right? I played safety in college. I understood after using so much, you start to get to certain cadence for you, right? You start to understand when you used in the mornings, the nights. So that's why I understood pain management around practices, two a days, three a days. Um, I actually went to rehab my sophomore going in my junior year in college. Like, right, I'm serious. I was using all the time and everybody on the team knew. I didn't hide it. My eyes were always red. I would always smell it on my fingertips. Right. And uh, the, the coach tried to look out for me around my junior year in college. I tried to figure out that pain management and I tried to figure out myself and I was just going through it. And uh that's what got me to rehab. And that's what got me to write the book for sure. Don't let it smoke you. I, that's incredible. Thank Absolutely. you so much for sharing that. I think I think it's similar to a lot of stories out there. I think a lot of mm -hmm. people can kind of get into a system in their mind that like, you yeah. know, it's fun. It's healthy. You know, look all around. Look at all the great things it does. And then we forget that it can smoke us too. Oh, absolutely. And so, you know, tell me about like an average day. So like you're in college, you're working, you're working out in the morning, you're practicing two or three times a day, you've yeah. got games, you've got school. I mean, how much are you smoking? Yeah. So, and I was smoking blunts too. You know, I was just, you know, and wow. I actually listened to, I'll get to your question, but I actually listened to a guy that you were speaking with on your, on your radio, John Fry. He was yeah. talking about tobacco and the chemicals and what it does to you. So that's why I mentioned I was smoking blunts too. But to get to your question, so an average day in college will look like this. I worked out in the mornings like all athletes at any school, right? Um, but I would smoke before I go work out, right? Okay. So that's the first thing. If the workout was 6 a.m., I would wake up at 5 a.m. If the workout was at 9, I would wake up at 7, right? So I would alter, alter my day around that. But in, in the short, I would smoke really much after everything I did, after I ate, before I ate, you know, it kind of became like my go to thing. And uh, so I would say like five, six times a day, at least two months a day. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's a lot. And so you, you were scheduling around your smoking sessions? Absolutely. And, it, and as I got older, I started to use it as a reward. Right. You know what I mean? OK, I got my homework done. Ooh. I practiced pretty good. Everybody's cool. Me and my girlfriend's on a good page. Okay, let's smoke. You know what I mean? So I started to do that too, for sure. Yeah. That's powerful because we, I think, I don't know, I want to say all of us, but I would assume just about all of us has done that, right? Have Has used anything, right? Whether it's candy or sugar or soda or cannabis, that- we reward ourselves, right? We reward ourselves for that shitty task list that's right. going to take all day and we don't want to do it, but we're going to do it because as soon as it's done, 
we're going to get this sweet release. <laughs> you already so I, Yeah, I totally get it. But I'm curious because obviously I shared with you, you know, for me, you know, what some of the consequences were of not intentionally and deliberately understanding what I'm consuming and how I'm consuming mm -hmm. and just allowing it to smoke me as well. But I'm curious what some of those consequences were for you. Um, ask that question in a simpler way, will you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So sure what were yeah, what were some of the negative ramifications of smoking weed? Yes. Number one, I my family started to notice me distancing myself. Mm. Thanksgiving, family functions. If I wasn't high, probably not coming. Number two, in my relationship life, whether I was hanging out with friends, going to a bar or whether I was going out to eat with my girlfriend in college at that time, I had to before. And they were like, damn, we got to wait on you. The women were like, what are you doing? We don't smoke. Why are you taking? And it started to get in the way. And, you know, they started to mention that to me. And I started to look outside myself and say, damn. So those were a couple, too, that really stuck out to me. Um, and after that, I would say the last thing, um, really my money at that time, all my money was going to it, right? I think that happens often around the world. But when you're young, all your money, all my money was going to it. And I wasn't even buying big batches either, right? I, right? I was buying small grams each day, just wasting my money. So those are three points that really stood out to me. And uh, I had to make a change really quick, for sure. That's powerful. As a retailer of an adult use establishment in Maine, <laughs> I, I'm not conflicted. People ask me all of the time if I'm conflict. I am not conflicted. What's I have that? no problem investing in my community. And I've had customers where I've said, hey, maybe maybe you should see if this can last you the weekend. Mm. Not that I don't want to see you. Come see me tomorrow. I want yeah. to, we'll have a cup of coffee. Yeah. I, you know, I love the social aspect of, of sure. my job. But I'm also very, very serious. Like I love, I'm just, I stupid love my community and I do, I am going to look out for them. And I don't like the other drugs in my community. I just, I don't like people using anything unsafely. Uh, we talked about it before, if it was up to me to rewrite the law, it'd be 25 before you could smoke or drink. Like it wouldn't even be, you know, it'd be booze too. I think tell your brain's formed. I really don't want to see a lot of chemicals in it, you know, unless sure. it's needed. Um, you know, so it's, I'm not, I've never been conflicted. And as I mentioned, I've, you know, had people, I say, I just, just try, just try to get through the weekend and then, you know, we'll hook it up again on Monday. Well, geez, right. Ry, why are you cutting me off? I said, I'm never going to cut you off. That's not yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I just, I'm, okay. as your friend, yeah. I'm just telling you like one, I know price wise, this is getting expensive. And of course I need to feed my family and feed my employees family. Yeah. Um, but again, not at the expense of, of your well-being because you come to me and I sell you joy for sure like that makes me happy every day but I want total happiness I don't want you to go home and be like well now I can't buy coffee tomorrow because yeah. I just paid Ryan Bud's Emporium I just don't right. like that right 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 well said too and I think that's that's where we kind of connected that's the humanitative part of you and that's why I'm happy um, that we got guys like you in those shoes for sure I appreciate that 
for those listening that maybe are relating really strongly right now, what do you have for some words of encouragement? And how did you pull yourself out of that system, out of that funk that you were in? Yep. So for the words of encouragement, um, I would say, uh, I would say it's okay to drift. Hmm. I'm going to get to, I'm going to get to that. It's okay to drift. Um, and then how I pulled myself out of it. So I talk about it in the book, literally step by step and don't let it smoke you, but I'll give it to you in a little bullet point fashion. So first I acknowledged my issue, right? I was blunt enough to say, Hey, I do this. I went to rehab for it in college. The coaches know, although I didn't pass rehab. I, I, I just gave it up, by the way. But my mom knows, my everybody knows. Um, so that's the first thing. Acknowledge it. Wear it with pride. Who cares? Especially now, right? That's the first thing. Um, just stand in it, right? It helps you a lot. Second, I would say start to understand your internal and external goals, who you're hanging around, why you use, why you use. Right. Why you use is it used because you're bored playing a video game? Is it because you're with this group of people or is it because you like to use to go to the studio and make music? It's different for everyone. Right. So those are the very two points I would say. That's what helped me cut back. Just being very open to it and really just not being dependent around it. You know, I don't like to say addiction. I don't like to say habits, just not being dependent to it. So. That's kind of my couple little uh, nuggets there. I hope I hope that helps somebody for sure. You sound like you want to unpack some stuff. Go ahead, ax away, ax away. I do. So I guess my first question is: Do you use now? Do you use Absolutely. today? Absolutely, still today. Incredible. So, what was mentally the biggest? Because I, I think when we talked, for me, right, it was just intention. It was, Mark, if I'm going to do something, I'm writing it down, then I'm consuming it. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to be aware, right? Because it was so easy, right? Especially right. if you own a store, right? It's so easy to find pre-rolls, okay. uh, you know? And so like, no, like you can't, it's, it's, it'd be like being extremely obese and, and running a buffet, right? Mm -hmm. Like you've got to mm -hmm. be intentional Absolutely. about what it is that you're doing. And for me, I have you know, employees to support and families to support and a community to love and a business to thrive. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've got to be very aware of, of what I'm doing. And, you know, that's, that's a journey, right? Kind of a wellness all in general is a journey. And so I was curious if you were able to kind of come out of your battle and your struggle and now say, wow, that relationship with cannabis is very different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Completely different now. Um, you don't necessarily get over it. You just learn how to live and deal with it. Um, sure. You know, you're not going to you're not going to say, you know what, I'm done with cannabis. I'm done because it does help you in some point. Right. Depending on who you are, it helps you in some way, recreational or medically. Maybe you don't know yourself, too. Um, I, I'm truly believing that. But I, I. You asked me, you said, do I still use today? I do. I know how to use, I know when it's an asset to me. I like to say the power of when. The power of when to use for you and for me is different. And mornings, nights, et cetera. And then how you use microdosing, et cetera. It's different. So I know how to use for myself. I don't know how to use with a group of my friends, but for myself. So it's different. And that's what I kind of hang my hat on for sure. Incredible. It is a journey. And I think often consumers, I see it here, they come in and they ask a question and they want that that answer and they get frustrated with my answer on 
it's a journey and I'm willing to go on it with you. Yeah. And, you know, some of them are just like, well, no, I want to know how many milligrams and what's going to be the bet. And I don't have that answer. I, I don't know. And frankly, if anybody does know that answer, I'd be, I'd be a little cautious. Yeah. It, I'm glad you said that, right. It's growing with us hand in hand, literally yeah. more cannabinoids are coming out by the day, you know, and as we grow, it's growing with people hand in hand. So I think we're all kind of in a journey and experimenting and trying to figure out what works for us. For all we know, there's a compound in this plant that's more psychoactive than THC. Like, you know, I mean, it's the universe inside this plant and we're just starting to explore it. Absolutely. I'm excited. So I don't I don't want nobody to think that I don't use. I just understand how to use, use healthy and use how I want to use for sure. And for those listening at home that might want to get some tips on on how to use healthier or may just kind of need that empathetic story of, wow, somebody else gets it. Like there is a low point to this when done incorrectly. How do they stay connected with you? How do they find the book? Yes, you can find the book on Amazon. Just type in Don't Let It Smoke You. And type in Taurus Batiste. Um, you can go to cleverchief.org to get the book there, too. It gives you a little bit more information about what I have coming up, et cetera. If you want to kind of go back and forth, play a little verbal tennis, right? Go to don't let it smoke you at gmail.com. I'll respond fast as there. Um, but that's how we can kind of stay connected. Follow me on Instagram. I'll follow back. I'm really here to connect. I'm really here to learn. I'm open to it. Uh, but I'm also here to kind of you know, help nudge and say, hey, just do what you do. Just don't let this stuff control you. So for sure. Mm. Yep. Love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It really means a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you for your time, Rye. Uh, hopefully we can get some books in Maine with you. Uh, so we get that going for sure. And just, I want to know how it goes in Maine in some ways that, you know, you kind of utilize not don't let it smoke you. So that'd be cool to know. Absolutely. No, we're excited to have the books here on the shelf here at Bud's Emporium in Medway, Maine. So thank you, Taurus, for allowing me to put that plug in there. So of course, as all of you know, all of the links to connect with Taurus and grab the book, Don't Let It Smoke You, those will be right on our show notes. So weedbudsradio.com. And then in those show notes, we'll have those links. You can go purchase the book. And of course, we are grateful for you joining us for another episode of Weed Buds Radio. And we'll see you in the next one.